2: We're getting ready to talk to Ian McNulty, who covers eating and drinking for the Time speaking New Orleans Advocate. And if you all have any questions, 504-260-187. And let me, let me quiz you and Ian here, if, if I can, before we start. Dave, do you know what a taco toddy is? No Googling. Yes. No? No? Okay, well, no Googling. Do you know what it is, Ian?
3: A taco toddy? to yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guess that it's a, a little— little knit pouch that you use to wrap up your taco to keep it snug and warm until you're ready to eat it.
2: it's a trick question because it's spelled T-A-K-O, and it goes back to the Croatian Croatian heritage of Plaquemines Parish, and it has whiskey in it and honey and sugar and cloves and cinnamon stick and lemon, and that's what they'll be serving at the Orange Festival this weekend, December 1st through 3rd in beautiful historic Fort Jackson, weather permitting, I guess. Uh, the carnival opens today, then they got music tomorrow, and you can go to Plaquemines, just Google Plaqu- OrangeFestival.com, and you can find out all the information you need. I had to say that from my peeps in Plaquemines.
3: <laughs> so now you've, you've learned. The, you, you've got Croatian peeps in, in low-lying uh, parishes,
2: yes, right? Yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> they just built a new Croatian center in uh, Belchase, as a matter of fact. i got to get over there. So how you doing, Ian McNulty? What you been up to?
3: Ah, doing great. Um, you know, this is uh, the, this is December first. It, it, it's upon us. You know, Thanksgiving was a, a week and a day ago, and that means we're deep stuck into the uh, the holiday season. So here we go, New Orleans. This is the time of year I know a lot of people live for. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's not Mardi Gras, but it's ours. It's our uh, you know home home for the holidays kind of time of year. I love it.
2: Tell me about revillon dinners. What are those?
3: Yes. So good good point. That that starts today. And uh, Revion is a, a, another tradition that I know a lot of people look forward to around town. And I know the restaurants that take part certainly do because it's it's good for them. And this is uh, – it's it's a holiday dining program, and it's different from, from these the other ones that, that we see through the year. You know, like culinary in the summertime where it's a, a set price menu for, you know, typically offering a, a really good bargain to, to get uh, the locals out. This is – Aimed in the same way that, you know, the restaurants want the locals to come out during the holidays, uh, but it's it's the, the format of it. It can go all over the map. It can be, you know, a three course meal at a pretty good price. Trying to show you a bargain. Uh, but on the other end of things, it can be an extravagant meal for you know, quite a lot of money and many courses and be a real celebration almost a chef's taste men, menu, chef's tasting menu style approach. Uh, So this happens every year. Uh, It's been going on in this modern format for decades. Uh, And this year, about 50 restaurants are taking part. Uh, uh, NewOrleans.com, NOLA.com has my story on it, where I break this down a little bit for you and uh, give you a scouting report. But NewOrleans.com is the site where you can find all of the the menus. If you go to NOLA.com and see my story, I I try to give you a little preseason scouting report as if we were looking at a sports team, you know, like kind of kind of thussing out some of the players and seeing what the, what the season will look like. Uh, but the short version is about 50 restaurants taking part. Most of them are downtown French quarter, that area. Uh, there's a good, good range of them uptown and there's a few uh, scattered around mid city and a few other neighborhoods. And I point that out because this is a time of year where, you know, when you're planning on going out, there's several factors in mind. You know, where do you want to eat? Of course. Uh, but who are you, Dining with, uh, what part of town are you going to be in? What else are you doing adjacent to the meal during the holiday season? Uh, you know, are you going to a show downtown? You might want to look for the downtown ones. Are you, you know, going to a friend's Christmas party early uptown? You know, that that's that can guide your choice. Uh, Celebration in the Oaks is a big draw in City Park, of course. Uh, so that's why I pointed out some of the mid-city ones, like Ralph's in the Park mm-hmm. is right at the gates of City Park and they're doing a, a nice looking Revion this year. Gabrielle restaurant is on the way on Orleans Avenue there. They're also in it. Cafe Degas um and even Frey excuse me, Fry, Smoked Meat Company, uh on Carrollton Avenue. It's another mid-city one. And and just with that range there that shows you uh how broad uh the Revion experience can go from a Brendan restaurant, uh Ralph's in the Park to basically a barbecue restaurant that's doing some special things a little bit outside of their normal menu with Fry Smoke Meat Company. Uh, price range, the, 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 the cheapest one I found, the least expensive one I found, uh, is a restaurant called Cafe Normandy that's part of the Higgins Hotel, which is that, uh, the hotel in the World War II com- museum complex downtown. Uh, that's about $36, I want to say. It's definitely under $40 but the range goes all the way up to $150 per person plus drinks plus tax plus tip at restaurant august with a seven course menu that looks absolutely decadent and there's even cheese course stuck in there so uh, it's 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 a, a time of year i get asked about a lot um, it's it's the kind of thing that you know as soon as the thanksgiving rolls around people think, oh it's revion time hey we got to do a revion let's call up the neighbors let's call up the smiths or the the O'Connors or whatever. We or always the get together with them. The Boudreaux, sure. Yeah. The
2: Lawsons. You know, all of them. That. You, call, you call in Rhode Island families. What the hell are you talking about? You <laughs> hey, come on. We got
3: some, some O'Connors down here. Yes, I we know do. some very fine Smiths. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, you know, it's basically it's a structure for getting together and doing something a little different. And uh, again, traditions, sometimes people like to go to the restaurants they always go to and see what they're doing with their new Revion menu. Some people like to go to the old line traditional restaurants and see these places wonderfully decorated for the holidays. Uh, and for those restaurants, too, it's a chance to see their, their menus um, stretching from the usual French Creole template. Like if you go to Arno's for their Revion menu, uh, it starts with Daube Glace, you know, which is the, the, basically the, the old-fashioned Creole beef version of Hogshead cheese and then goes on to a scallop St. Jacques uh, this dish that was on their menu decades ago that they bring back for Revion. Uh, if you go to the Antoine's menu, they've got a new chef in the kitchen, Mark Whitney, and this is his first Revion, his first holiday season. And they're doing a dish. I think it was uh, on the Revion menu. I spotted it. Redfish on the half shell, meaning uh, with the skin on and, and grilled that way. Not a dish you associate with, with uh, you know, Trout Amandine and Baked Alaska and Oysters Rockefeller from mm. the Anton's tradition, but the kind of things that they roll out there uh, to do something a little different with Revion. But then you've for other people I know, trying a different restaurant they've never been to is the tradition. You know, the tradition is always doing something different. <laughs> right. And, you know, there's plenty of new modern restaurants uh, that are that are in that number this year. Osteria uh, Lupo is a restaurant that just opened in the spring, an Italian restaurant uptown. I noticed they're doing a Revion this year with a tasting menu style. And um, on the same tip, uptown Italian, uh, great restaurant, Avo Nick Lama's restaurant. They're doing basically the idea of Feast of the Seven Fishes, which is this Italian uh, holiday tradition that a lot of families uh, are familiar with from their their own traditions where they, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a... That's a Christmas thing,
2: right, that, that Italian families do? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah.
2: Seven different
3: seafoods, you know, fish, shellfish, what have you, uh, spread across a meal. And typically it's seven courses. Uh, at Alvo, they've condensed it to four courses uh, with several different types of seafood in, in each of the dishes. And mercifully, not the dessert. That's uh, not seafood related at all. Um
2: Although, but, who knows? Uh,
3: you say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some restaurants sweeten the deal um, with wine pairings, you know, for for an extra charge of course. Uh Boucherie up uh, off Carrollton Avenue. That's one that I think of that um they have a nice Revion menu and if you Wanted to have a glass of wine paired with each course. You can do that with a for an additional fee. I think it's an extra $30 or something for, you know, four courses paired with wine in addition to the regular menu cost. So there's a lot of options out there. And what I tried to do on my NOLA.com article is really break it down based on past performance places that I know really do some special stuff with, uh, with Revion and with my own kind of analysis of the menus as they were coming out. So hopefully that, uh, that, that focuses your 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 choices over a spread of fifty different restaurants that'll be doing this uh, throughout the month, and, it, and really it, they, they let them run through New Year's. So.
2: It, is it good for only evening dinner? Somebody texted in, Revion? on.
3: Generally, as well? yeah, it, it's generally a dinner thing. Uh, some some restaurants will serve it throughout the day, um, but from most of these places are going to be doing it uh, dinner only. And there's a few caveats. Um, you know, they, they may not be doing them on Christmas Eve if they're open on Christmas Eve. They may not be doing it on New Year's Eve, uh, which, you know, those are holiday nights when they typically have special menus that are, <laughs> are different. When I say special. I mean limited and typically a little more expensive because it's a big holiday and they're, that's how they manage them. Um, but, the, you yeah, know, the, I say that the shank for Revion season is, is really, you know, now until – uh, until Christmas and New Year's, so is that, and, it, and it's that, that, that time of year where we're, we're running around getting together with people, celebrating the end of the year, and uh, it's a good format to do that.
2: That's some uh, more people you can invite. The caveats,
3: <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah, the good old caveats. So From the look, last time we got if
2: somebody wanted to really experience that seven fishes thing, the more of an American Italian thing than actually Italy, as I understand it, are there restaurants besides? What you mentioned that do that are Italian restaurants that specialize in that, where they could experience an, an Italian-American Christmas, I guess?
3: It's, it's the kind of thing that comes up year to year and changes. Like, you know, Avo, which I just mentioned, mm-hmm. they used to do uh, more of a traditional seven-course kind of spread with it. Now they've converted it into Revion.
1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Frankly, makes it a little more affordable, I think. But you still have the fun of picking through these seven different seafoods and these dishes. Uh, GW Finns is one that's done it in the past. I have not seen if they're doing it this year yet. Uh, but that's a place, <laughs> I mean, frankly, you could go there and assemble your own feast of the seven fishes just with the variety of seafood on, on that menu. You can eat the um,
2: napkins at GW Finns, don't you think?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially after they've taken a, a, a spin through the uh, the lobster ravioli mm-hmm. with that wonderful butter sauce on it. I'd, I'd, eat, I'd, I'd eat my shoe if it was dipped in that.
2: So I'm looking at a picture you got of juniors on Harrison, and I had to do a double take because I thought it was Ralph's on a park. It It kind of looks a lot like it, doesn't it?
3: Oh, yeah. Junior's this is a great place. It's, uh, it's up on uh, Junior's on Harrison. Tommy is on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. <laughs> How's that for branding? Uh, it's a fun, I call it a modern family restaurant, the modern family neighborhood restaurant, because we know what neighborhood restaurants are. You know, your Mandina's, your Lauses, your Mr. Ed's, that kind of thing. Uh, and they're always family friendly. And this is, this has that spirit, but just a little more modern take with uh on the menu and across the the feel the decor and really nice cocktails also uh and the reason i was posting about that is because um a a chef that i admire a great deal will avalar uh recently joined the the team of the parent company there and they've got uh, some new projects in the works and i brought him on as a chef to kind of lead some of those efforts and will uh is a guy who you should know about he uh, came out of Merrill, Emeril Lagasse's restaurant. He was the chef de cuisine there, and he surprised a lot of people, myself included, when he left that job, because it was very high profile, uh, to start a tortilla business in Metairie, making tortillas. His, uh, his heritage is uh, Latino. He's from Central America, uh, with uh, his father coming from El Salvador, uh, back when that country was going through really horrendous civil war. His father came here to New Orleans, and it was his father's dream to start a business that would be about community. And so they started a tortilla factory called Maui Tortillas, that's M-A-W-I. And that has, through the pandemic, turned into a restaurant also. So it's a wholesale tortilla maker, which makes great, pliant, fresh, warm corn tortillas, and also a restaurant which serves, uh, for my money, some of the best Latin American comfort food plates you're going to find, especially for breakfast. I love me a, a Latin American breakfast. You say, Desi, you know, I say I'm there. Uh, and this is Maui Tortilla, excuse me, Maui Tortillas in Metairie, just off of West Esplanade, uh, tucked into a strip mall, but well worth knowing about. So Will is now a sh- uh, chef for this company that runs Juniors on Harrison, but the family business continues. He still has a hand on that, and his family is running it. So very happy to report that Maui continues as well.
2: All right, let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. The text line, 504-260-1870. The Okunard Jeweler talking text line, loading up with questions. Somebody has a question about, they say it's in your neighborhood, Rosella. I don't know where that is, but have you been yet? And is the restaurant Mm -hmm. any good? We'll talk about that. Other people are looking for places to eat for a Christmas party. Somebody else looking for Italian food. Somebody texted in and said, Maui tortilla is fabulous. So there you go. And somebody else wants to know, Uh, where they can get rigatoni, and yet another question wants to know why the Mandarin chicken is different in the New Orleans area than other parts of the country. We'll see if that's true or not, and if so, why? When we return, Ian McNulty, a good friend, it's great to talk to him on Friday, favorite time of the week, talking about food and dining culture. In New Orleans, for the time speaking, you New Orleans advocate, not just that, he journeyed to Burrow Bridge. We'll try to get that in as well when we come back. Tommy Tucker, glad you're with us, WWL. 9.32, Nine thirty-two. Quickly back to Ian McNulty, covers food, dining, and food and dining culture for the Times. Pick you, New Orleans advocate. What about this place? Um, they said it's around Mandina's Rosella. You been
3: yet? Yeah, brand brand new restaurant opened uh, just just before Thanksgiving, the night before, I believe. Um, yeah, it, this is a place that used to be the Ruby Slipper back in the day. It was more recently a brunch place, and now it's uh, it's a neighborhood restaurant with a really nice wine program. Where are uh, we so talking about, there. Ian? It is. If you know where TNL? Mandina's is, yeah. it's the same block, but it's a block in. It's on Cortez and Cleveland. That was a ruby so slipper? It, that it was the first ruby slipper really? before it became a big uh, brand all over the region. Yeah, it was this little corner spot. And so, yeah, that's turned over, and now it's um, it's Rosella. And I have been in, and I, I really like it. and uh, I've got a full report coming. Shortly, actually, as right. soon as I can finish it up. So, so we're, reading we're reading ahead. Yeah.
2: We're reading ahead. Slow down. Right. Slow your roll. Um, <laughs> let me see about um, somebody talking about a good Italian restaurant for a nice sit-down Christmas dinner party. And let me throw in that somebody texted in about Gianna, a restaurant that I'd been to. It's one of these places on on Magazine Street, 700 Magazine. You kind of pass by it every day. Not a lot of fanfare. You see the sign with the lions, and you wonder what the hell is going on in there. And a lot is going on in there, including the texture. Said the feast of the seven fishes.
3: Ah, great. Okay, good to know. Well, that yeah, Gianna's is a good pick. That's um, that's a Link uh, restaurant. Uh, Donald Link from Koshan and Pesh, and you know this one. It's, it's actually the last time I went there was the best meal I've ever had at Gianna. So I'm glad to see them rising up, and uh, if they're doing a Feast of the Seven Fishes, I I have no problem recommending that for, for that experience because that's a, that's a quality operation there. Uh, but yeah, this time of year, good Italian restaurant, kind of cozy, get those flavors going.
2: Sit down, uh, dinner, Christmas party. I went to one and I know exactly what these people are looking for. Way back in the day, they had one of Tony Angelo's, the original Tony Angelo's. That was one of the best nights of my life with the lobster cup and the Feed Me Special and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, sure. Anything like that in New Orleans anymore? Well,
3: Tony Angelo's was was one of a kind, of course. Uh, But they've got Nephew's, which is the nephew of Tony Angelo, excuse me, Tony Angelo, uh, which is out in Metairie. And it's not exactly the same, but it it channels some some of the same spirit. Uh, But, you know, when I'm thinking about that kind of Italian restaurant, I mean, of course, Mosca's, Mosca's, (laughs) out across the river, in well wherever that is. Is it is it Wagaman? Is it Bridge City? You tell me. But uh It's the you know, West that's, Bank, bruh. It's the West Bank, of course. That is a you know, that's an entity unto itself. But there's so many great choices. I'm I'm thinking about Vincent's, you know, and that place is is you get sat at one of those those large round tables and it just it feels like a family place. Uh Felipe's out in um excuse me pose out uh, in Metairie to oh, the causeway, yeah. kind of hidden you know, kind of hidden there right. over by the Galleria that's real good right I at mean, the Dominica. V of West
2: Napoleon, and where is it? or is it West Metairie?
3: yeah, I think that's uh, that's West Napoleon and Causeway right. right there on the yeah, on the, you gotta the, look the for it, but it's good yep, yep, yeah. yep, look it up it's uh, it's definitely worth finding uh, you know, you walk in, the, the low lights the music, it, it, it sets the scene um but you've got, uh, you know, Dominica, right? And it's in their, sure. uh, the Roosevelt Hotel. We're we talking about the holidays. That place is gorgeous. That's definitely worth uh, a, a, a visit during the holidays for a sazerac at the bar, stroll through the lights, mm-hmm. picture with the family, and sit down to you know, some one of the textures. is Asking for rigatoni, not a not a pasta you find everywhere, but I, I do know they have it at uh, Dominica for sure. Uh, you know, and if you get a specific pasta craving going, forget it. You know, you, you got to satisfy that.
2: What about mandarin chicken? Is it different here than in other parts of the country? And if so, why?
3: Mandarin chicken is one of those Chinese restaurant standards that you're probably not going to find in China, right? <laughs> I think it's an American creation. Uh, the ones that I've had here, I think they have just a little bit more um, poof to them, if, if I can describe it like that. You know, when you, when you have the, some of these these wok fried Uh, american chinese dishes there's a technique called velveting where it's it's not just flour on the meat but also maybe some baking soda baking powder Mm -hmm. and they cook it multiple times and it gives it that just distinct like you know it came out of the wok and i think i think maybe maybe what the the texture the listener is describing is just a little bit more of that coating on uh, on the the meat on the chicken uh here in new orleans
2: is Uh, that Universal among Chinese restaurants here, or just specific Chinese restaurants?
3: Uh, I think you're, you know, this it's a standard that will change from kitchen to kitchen, and probably walk to walk, and maybe even from cook to cook. So,
2: well, it's a good day's you can... walk. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> oh my, that was that was a good one. Hey, um, somebody well, texted in about impastados. They do a five course set menu. That's amazing. You've spoken of impastados before, have you not? Oh yes, of
3: course. Yeah, out in Metairie—that's the. I mean, that is that is as close as we have to a uh, to a Saints Hall of Fame wrapped up in a restaurant. And that's again, that, that's such an immersive experience mm-hmm. when you go in there and you get the fettuccine prepared right there at the table side. You know, while we're on Italian, I mean, we can talk. We, we could devote the entire morning to Italian restaurants in New Orleans. But Irene's is another one that comes mm-hmm. to mind for that, that. Sort of that warmth. Yeah, right. Tommy's. Tommy's cuisine. And now Irene's, now is, this is the one of the French Quarter.
2: That's the original, and right? Or,
3: that's the original. Yeah. And, you'll, you know, it used to be down in the sort of the quiet end of the French Quarter, as I called it. Uh, but it has a new home, new meaning in the last five years, uh, on uh, Bienville Street, uh, a lot closer to Canal Street. Uh, but it's the same family, same recipes, different setting. But it's got that same, you know, you walk in and you smell the rosemary from the, the – their signature chicken dish, uh, you know, the lights are dim, the Chianti is flowing. It's a, uh, you know, it, this is, I'm always up for Italian food, but this is a, a really nice time of year for it. We just get that little bit of a chill, that holidays feel and, you know, let it, let it flow.
2: And only a minute left. Somebody's texting about Chinese food for Christmas, which I understand is a a tradition in some Jewish families for people that are looking for the most authentic Chinese food in the city? Where would you send them, or area? I should say, not city.
3: Uh, I'd give you a couple. Miss Shirley's uh, on Magazine Street. A lot of people will remember um, Royal China, which mm-hmm. was in Metairie. Well, Miss Shirley was the kind of the face of that, and she and her family moved to Magazine Street last year, and they are back in business there. And I love that place, and uh, their food is fantastic. Um, but if you, you you can go a little further abroad, out in Metairie, a place I, I think about all the time, China Rose. It's uh, in Fat City right near Drago's, mm-hmm. and they split it both ways sort of at a Chinese-American menu and also a very much Chinese-Chinese menu, <laughs> if you take my meaning. It, it's it's very traditional on one side and then American-Chinese on the other. So I like that place, how it splits the difference. Um, but there's a lot of great dim sum out there too, which is uh, a, f- a fun way to gather uh, people together, especially for one of these holiday outings. Um, and there's a place out in Kenner near the airport that's on my mind called Yummy House, and it's uh, it's right on Loyola, right. Uh, well, now where the, the flyover goes, uh, takes you to the airport. But if you get down onto the surface street, uh, it's right there when you get off the highway. And easy to miss, easy to overlook. Yummy House, what is this place? Go in. It's a totally legit Chinese dim sum place.
2: Outstanding. Thank you, McNaughty. A pleasure as always. We'll talk to you next week. Happy dining.
3: Uh, toasting you with my voice here until I can do it with an old fashioned again.
2: Time. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'll have one for you this afternoon. Ian McNulty covers food and dining culture for the Times. Pick you, New Orleans advocate. Just Google Ian McNulty.